0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another Tomlin Tuesday. That's right. This is the Mike Tomlin Press Conference Recap. This is Steel Curtain Network Editor Dave Schofield. I'm going to try to give you the rundown as quick as I can. There's some interesting things that were said there. And I'll be honest with you, there's some things that Coach Tomlin said that people were running with that I don't think it's what he meant. But maybe I'm the one that's wrong and everyone else is right. Or who, who knows? We'll, we'll see as it goes on. But as Coach Tomlin, he took to the podium, says good afternoon, because he waits till about 12.01 to start, so he can actually say those words. Um, he said he was um ple- pleased with um with with the producing points initially in the last game. Um said it was good to play from that posture the last two weeks, uh, where the where they come out and they score right away. So the defense was already playing with the lead. Now, uh two the two games ago, they gave up a field goal. This past week, they gave up a touchdown. Uh, to follow it up, but if you're going to give up something like that on the opening drive, at least it's not to get behind, it's it's still because you are playing with the lead. Um, the the steel uh coach Son also says about um, what they have to do going forward is they have to hone in on their strengths while minimizing their weaknesses. That's exactly right, coach. Um, and by, by saying those things, it, they're kind of obvious, but at the same time just saying those acknowledges that this team still has a lot of things that they need to improve on Uh, talked about um, uh, the defense and, you know, dealing with player availability and the lack thereof um, and how it was central guys. When it comes to communication, communication was a huge talking point in coach Tomlin's opening statement. And I think it played more of a point into something else that he said that people that may have seen things on social media, might not realize otherwise. Um, he says that, you know, it's challenging from a communication standpoint when you've got your key communicators being down. Um, and but, um, but that it was good that they finished strong by getting the big plays they did at the end of the game. But he said it was probably their lack of communication or their struggling with it that even got them set up to have those moments at the end. In other words, the Packers were able to move the ball down the field Easily their last two drives because of communication issues with the Steelers, but they were able to, especially on that last play. Why? I, well, I understand. I don't like taking timeouts on defense when the other team doesn't have any to let the offense set what they need to do. But when you're down key communicators and you want to take that timeout to make sure everybody is on the same page to get that communication set up, I think that was the right call there. And it paid off for them um, that, that they were able to do that. Um, Says that it's a some of things are a lack of individual and collective experience. You know, there are people that are now, I mean, the the, the Steelers are gonna have uh defensive communicators out there. I mean, look at last game that, that it's not that they had done that for the Steelers, <coughs> excuse me, very much this season at all. That they didn't have that experience. Um, they might have had it in the past, but they had some you know individual inexperience with with um with the calling, but also with them calling it with the Steelers and everyone else hearing those calls and understanding what they're trying to say. There's just a lot that goes into to the defensive communication, but he said it's going to be easier now going on the road because he's like, not complaining, love the fans. They do a great job of, of, of giving that home field advantage at sure. But when the defense is out there and, the, and everyone's cheering, it makes it more difficult to communicate. Going on the road when the when – when the fans are trying to be quiet for the offense, that also helps their their opponent's defense. Now, as he was talking about all this communication stuff, Coach Tomlin says, we're not looking outside of the, of, um, the organization to fill in for these guys that that have gone down. And he's like, because we've got some guys on the practice squad. Some people were taking this and running that the Steelers aren't bringing in any outside and ins- any, sorry, any inside linebackers from outside the organization. There, gotta make sure I get my inside and outsides correct. I didn't take it that way at all. I took it as if the Steelers do have anyone that comes in, they're not gonna ask them to take over the communication right away. That's what, that's completely what I got out of what Coach Tomlin was saying. But if you go on Twitter, or X, or whatever they call it, or any other social media, you'll see it from all these all these reporters and attendants. The Steelers aren't looking outside of the organization for an inside linebacker. That's not what I think Coach Tomlin was saying. I think he was saying they're not looking outside of the organization for a fix when it comes to communication and the communication part of that role in the defense. So in other words... If you want to find a coverage linebacker outside the organization, that's going to come in and play with the and Roberts. Who are they going to call? Who are they going to count on to communicate? It's going to be a Landon Roberts. So maybe he meant they're not going to look out outside the organization at all. That's not how I took that. So if I know some people listen to the recap rather than listen to the, to the press conference altogether, if, if that's what you end up doing, um, to, to listen to it, to see what exactly what coach Tolman said there. I get that as well. I'm just saying the way I took it. So you can let me know if uh, you can reach out to me on, on X or whatever um, to let me know if, if I was completely way off base on that one. But I, I looked at that from a communication standpoint. Um, now then coach Tallman talked about the practice squad for a while. He said that we've got players on there that aren't just for development it's because they're capable people that we need to have in reserve. Expanded practice squad, expanded rules. you got to take advantage of that. It's a mix of both things. Um, and he specifically talked about Mike Walker and Tariq Campbell. He talked about both of them. And so I have a feeling they are going to be the guys they would call on first, especially this week. still doesn't mean they won't look outside the organization, even if it's just practice squad um, related. We'll see. Um but coach he coach Tomlin specifically says um they're gonna lean on land lean on landon roberts and um the, and the, and to expand his role with what he does with the defense. Then coach Tomlin got into the injuries, he started with Pat Fairmouth. Now Pat Fairmouth has not officially opened his 21-day window. I see that happening and that announcement coming very soon tomorrow, if not even today. I mean, I don't – no reason to announce it today because they don't practice until tomorrow. Uh, but the way Coach Salma talked about it, you know, uh, that they're going to watch him this week um, and feel good about his availability. If that's the case, they're obviously going to bring him back to start practicing this week, which they can because he's now been on IR for four weeks. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Mentioned Keanu Neal, uh, had his rib injury at the end of the game on his interception. Um, said they'll be watching him this week. Quan Alexandre he says he's out with the Achilles. He said, you know, we'll, we're figuring out what they're doing with that. In other words, when are the Steelers going to announce that he goes on iHeart? That's what it comes down to. Um, says Adams is still working through his ankle issue um, injury. Minka is battling back from his hamstring. The availability this week is going to be key to those guys. I know Minka is wanting to get back. This is not Coach Thomas saying it, it's me. Um, so we'll we just have to watch the practice reports this week, see if we can get I'll make a Mike Fitzpatrick sighting. Uh, that would be really big for the Steelers defense, especially from a communication standpoint. Then he went on to talk about Cleveland. He's like, you know, hey, it's AFC North football. Um said that that um that that it's a big game in their venue. It's their first, it's the Steelers first AFC North road game this season. Yeah, they're halfway through the season, they haven't been on the road in the division yet. Uh, talked about their defense. um, um says you know that, that that you know their defense is is he started with defense rather than offense because that's who they are. He's like they're, they're better than anyone on defense is what he said, both talent and scheme, talked about miles Garrett a lot, says he's having a special season, said you you want you don't want to be one of those teams that adds to his resume. um uh, talked about you know capable guys. Um, on the second level, mentioned their top-notch corners and even the safety, saying how they have first-round talent, but with experience, which is which really adds to to, to your quality of play. Um, with offense, he talks about you know it's it's success in running, uh, regardless if it was there. He mentioned Mr. Chubb, and I even got a message from 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 Brian Davis saying, did he just mention Chubb by mistake? You know, did he pull a? Um, Oh, Keith Butler talking about uh, a tight end that was on IR um, when it came to the Bengals. Uh, it was Tyler Eifert uh, a few years ago, which, you know, was kind of funny. No, he was talking about how they were, could run really well with him. And now even without him, they can keep running the ball. Well, part of that is he said, they have a great guard tandem, you know, two premier guards in the league and says, you know, Watson, he can both throw and run and he can extend plays. So, you know they're very familiar with this opponent and if you run to these types of games it's afc north football that's what happens so then we get into the question so i'm going to take a quick break and when we come back we'll get some questions and i'll even talk about the question that i thought would be asked that was not even though coach tomlin probably wouldn't have answered it anyway so stick around we'll be right back all right steelers fans here we go Question and answer time for Mike Tomlin. Uh, I'll hit most of these. There are a few of them I didn't have, but I got most of them. Uh, Was was talk about um, if they're going to – if losing linebackers means they're going to go into more sub-packages. And Coach Tomlin says, you know, Cleveland, they're going to determine whether or not they can play sub-packages or not. You can't go in thinking you're going to go with the smaller package more often and then force you to have – needing to have your biggest package that you can deploy. So yeah, the the off Cleveland's offense will dictate what kind of sub packages the Steelers can use. Was asked about Mark Robinson and what he's doing. He says how he can um, um, how how he can continues to grow, and he'll be at the front of the line when it comes to guy calling on guys or to fill in for those losses at inside linebacker. Um, Was asked about, you know, the ability to close games. Is that something quantifiable or something that you look for when you're adding players in the offseason? And and Coach Tomlin's like, uh, it does start with player acquisition. Guys love the game. Guys that come through in the clutch, things of that nature. Uh, was asked about the, the running game coming together and how it came together about the same time period last week. Last week, last season, which ironically, week 10, last two seasons, Steelers rushed for over 200 yards. Just thought I'd point that out. Um, i might have to say a little bit more about that on Stat Geek. Uh, what which, which said, you know, you know, last year was a, with dealing with a lot of new people. This year, yeah, they had a new left guard, but uh it was more about time missed by players. And here's where I thought we were going to get the question. And if not, we'll get it later. Um, you know, oh oh, and that was ca- talking about the offensive line. He didn't talk about the running backs, talking about the offensive line. Um But I thought we would get the question about Broderick Jones—is he your starter now at right tackle? Nobody asked. Nobody asked. Do I think Coach Shan would answer the question? No. Nobody asked it. I mean, come on. So uh, then was that said about you know um, uh, having Jail Warren announced as a starter? Coach Tomlin said he deserved it. Um, That uh, that he determines who's going to be announced, and sometimes. Um, you know, you you move it based on acknowledging somebody's play, or they're acknowledging the contribution they're going to be making. Sometimes you amount to sub package guys. Sometimes you do something else. Sometimes it's two tight ends. You know, various different things. So uh, um, you know, it, that's that's intentional with what he does with that. Um, asked about uh, the even workload of the running backs, and and Coach Tom said, "Yep, that that's what happened this week," um, which. <laughs> You know, and, you, and weeks past, he said oh, how, about utilizing your running backs. It's like the games didn't develop in the way to with what to do. What we want to do, and so I like that Coach Tomlin continues to say, "Hey, that's how it worked out this week." Was asked about um um a and Roberts' passing defense, Coach Tom. He went on to say, "You know, we had Cole Holcomb, we had Quan Alexander. We were trying to use utilize their assets. It's so we were trying to bring out the best in them." So therefore, we weren't worried about Atlanta Roberts with his past defense. It's not that he's not capable, but those other guys are very capable. So now that's what we're going to um, going to have to turn to. It's now going to have to be a lot to do with him. was asked about Jones and Washington playing together in college, if you if that really comes out with what they're doing now. Um, Coach Tomlin said, um, yeah, it helps. And he's like, you get the same thing from Benton and Herving. Um, Then they asked about Keanu Benton. Um and his progressive, he's like, he's coming on like gangbusters. He's like just every week getting better, really, really doing a nice job. Uh was was asked about uh Mike Walker, um his communication. Um if that's something he can do. And he he's like um um that that he'll be asked to do things accordingly. He's only been here a couple of weeks. I mean, I think that's why he wasn't called on this past week. Um, because um that that he'll be they'll they'll progress with that accordingly based with him and ask what they've seen from walker he says have not seen a lot yet you know i've been getting the guys ready that i needed to play that week but that might be a whole different answer to this question by the end of this week so uh, in other words not yet but that's got to be coming based on next man up is to sum up what coach tomlin said not what he said but my little summarization of of how he would have done it um was asked something with Broderick Jones, but it was about him mentioning having joint meetings with the running backs and the offensive line and blah, blah, blah. And coach Tom, he just laughed. He's like, that's just Broderick talking. He's like, that's, he just goes out there and hits people. Um, Didn't really answer the question, but just kind of talked more about Broderick being Broderick. There was another chance I thought they'd ask. So see your right tackle going forward. No one asked, you know, maybe they felt that it was addressed enough in the post game press, you know, but they hadn't assessed the game yet. So yeah. Um, Was asked about Kenny Pickett getting better. He's like, yeah, he's got to get better. He's like, but him and I are are measured similarly by our wins and losses. Oh, let's see. Um, Oh, here we go. Same reporter asking. If this would have come from somebody else, he might have actually chimed in a little bit, but of course he didn't hear. Um, Was asked on his thoughts on why it's so hard for a defensive player to win league MVP. I mean, the Steelers are trying to get ready to play the Browns on the road, and he's asked about, not asked about who started right tackle, not asked about, you know, what are they doing at safety of calories? No, those questions weren't asked. He's asked about why defenders aren't considered more in winning the league MVP. That's the question that was asked. You know what? Coach Tomlin loved his answer. Don't know, don't care. I'm not a part of that process of picking that. That's what he said. Uh, was asked about his overall thoughts on the division of the AFC North, and you know, uh, uh, everyone's got a winning record and everything. He's like, um, he's like, I don't really have any thoughts. Okay, I'm I've got tunnel vision. I'm focused on this AFC North opponent this week and what they do. Once again, don't ask about. Don't ask about. Who started right tackle? Don't ask about these other things. Now he's asked about. Josh Dobbs and how he's doing because he mentioned Coach Tomlin with helping him get his career going. Um, he answered this one, which was nice and respectful to Dobbs. He's like, he's a special, smart dude. Threw out a bunch of other adjectives. He's like, but you'll get those answers from other places that he's been as well. Uh, was asked about his rookies. I do we say, they're just beginning to write this story. And they talked about how the preseason games for rookies are are more for rookies than they are for the veterans. They they are like, this is your first chance to show what you're in the NFL. So these, these are like regular games to them where the veterans, not so much. So you talk about going through the process of right out of college, preparing for the combine, the draft, preparing for the season, not really having an off season, three preseason games, which are really, like regular games for you because, you know, you didn't have preseason games in college and you're trying to show what you can do at this level. Then you've got to go into 17 more games. Um, Coach Tom is saying, you know, we want them to be players on the rise. We want them to finish the season with their arrow pointing up. This goes to show what I've been saying about the rookies before. The reason I think the Steelers bring the rookies along slower and people complain about it is because they Because you don't want them burning out and hitting that wall at the end of the season. You'd much rather them finish the season on a high note. I'm not saying that's what I think they should do. I'm saying that's what I feel their reasoning is behind a lot of this, is to try to do that for their rookies. People don't like it. That's fine. But what Coach Tomlin said about this, I feel kind of corroborates what I say that I think they're trying to do. Uh, was asked about the offensive line pulling. Coach Tomlin just said, "Yeah, you know, let them work in work in space. It's been working stuff like that." Was asked more about the practice squad, um, and you know, do the things the players do in the practice squad, you know, give them a, more of an opportunity to 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 be brought up on game day. And Coach Tomlin's like, "Yeah, he's like, but even more importantly, what they do in the what they do while they're in the practice squad keeps them here in general. If you're not getting it done in the practice squad in practice, then." you just release them from the practice squad and find somebody else Um, was asked about the joy Porter jr and his communication, how it's been. And coach Tom says it's, it's less significant with guys on the outside. And then he finally said exactly what I was thinking when he asked the question, when you're out there. And this is, this was also what the question was asked about. Okay. With his communication, acknowledging this with joy Porter jr. It's not about giving communication. It's about receiving. He's the one getting communicated to, but that's also an important part of communication. It's, it's sending it out and receiving. So he does have to be good at receiving that communication. Um, but as Coach Tom says, that's probably a little bit, he, he didn't say this, but he implied, you know, that's the easier part of it is receiving the communication. And then last but not least, um, Coach Tom was asked a question, which, by the person that I didn't like that they asked the question about the defensive MVP, but this was one that was worth asking. And he says, "Will and she wanted to know, will Landon Roberts get the green dot this week? And coach Tomlin wisely answered undecided. But you know what? Sometimes you got to ask the question, even if you don't get the answer, that was a question worth asking. So we went a little bit long here because I just kind of gave some of my thoughts and things as we went along. So I'm not going to give you many thoughts here at the end, other than to say, make sure you're checking out our whole lineup of podcasts. We've got our regular schedule going. Make sure you're checking out steelcurnnetwork.com for all your Steelers needs. Here we go. Steelers two wins in a row, but now they're heading on the road. Tough, tough opponent on the road. Let's see if they can step up to the occasion we'll see that at 1 p.m. on Sunday when god intended nfl football to be played so thanks very much for tuning in as i always say these say this to close these out go steelers